Thank you for tuning in to the Hope Community Church Podcast. We're so glad you're here. How's it going, you big old bunch of hope dealers? So glad that you're hanging out with us today. Um, if you haven't already, please hit the share button and let's get this message of hope out as far as we can today. Um, it has been really exciting to see the reactions and see the connections we've been making really all over the world. It's been awesome. So uh, keep 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 up the good work. Keep sharing these. Keep getting those messages out there. It's awesome. Um, Man, we're just outside again, taking advantage of these beautiful days that we've been having. Uh, I know it's been a little rainy some, but man, on the days that it's been nice, it has been nice, and it's been cool to hang outside, and uh, as much as we can, it seems like anytime I try to do work in the yard, I get poison ivy, and then I'm back in the doctor, and I'm getting a shot. Uh, Two shots in the last two and a half weeks has not been fun, Um, but hey, uh, you can't you can't blame the weather because it's been so nice. Um, but yeah, uh, we have been having a great time uh, getting these messages out. And uh, I know we missed this past Tuesday because I had just gotten a shot and a little itchy and didn't think anybody was wanting to see any of that. So we uh, we skipped this past week, but um, this coming Tuesday is going to be awesome. Uh, Lindsay and I have been talking and she's got some really cool stuff to share on fear and the heart. It's going to be awesome. You're going to want to tune in for that. It's this coming Tuesday at 7 p.m. Don't miss it. We'll be live. You can interact with us and ask questions and we don't have any answers, but we got responses. <laughs> um, and it's just going to be a great time. So uh, hang out with us on Tuesday night at 7 and then also uh, the <clears throat> the uh, the the Chosen series, yes. Uh, Wednesday mornings, the next episode drops. Man, I hope you've been digging into those. They are so good. And uh, we've had a great time uh, watching those with our family. And hopefully you got some of the questions. It's on the website. You can you can just kind of use that as a little interactive tool with your family, your kids, and everybody. It's just, it's just good. So hopefully you've been connecting with that, uh, putting pictures and videos to what we've been reading in our summer adventure with Luke, which we have made it all the way to chapters 19 and 20 getting down to the nitty gritty and don't forget that your assignment for next week is chapters 21 and 22 and we are getting into the thick of it in these um but i'm excited because today we're going to talk about one of my favorite moments in the gospels um and I hope, it's, I hope it becomes one of your favorites too. Uh, but we're going to start in chapter 19. And we're going to start with verse 1. Okay? Uh, Jesus entered Jericho and made his way through town. There was a man there known by the name of Zacchaeus, who was a chief tax collector and a rich man. He tried to see what Jesus was like, but being short, he was unable to do so because of the crowd. So he ran on ahead and climbed into a sycamore tree to see Jesus, for he knew that he must pass by that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, be quick and come down, for I'm going to stay at your house today. So Zacchaeus got down quickly and joyfully welcomed him. On seeing this, 
Everyone began to complain. He has gone to stay without outcast. But Zacchaeus stood forward and said to the master, Listen, master, I will give half my property to the pool to the poor, and if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I will give him back four times as much. Salvation has come to this house today, answered Jesus, for even this person is a son of Abraham. The child of humanity has come to search for those who were lost and to save them. Oh, seriously, I love, love, love this story. Um, here's Jesus coming to Jericho. Um, and there's probably a whole lot just in the fact that he's coming to Jericho, uh, but we won't get into that. Um, but in this town, there's a tax collector, and his name's Zacchaeus, and he's very rich. He has a lot of property, um, and because he's a tax collector, he's automatically on the outs. He's automatically an outcast, and I love how, um, if you watch the Chosen series, I love how they portray Matthew, the tax collector. Um, they show just the, the hatred and, the, and how much tax collectors were despised in that time frame. Um, but Zacchaeus has heard about Jesus. He's heard the good news that's been spread about him. And he wants to see him to the point that he, he knows he's not going to be able to see from the crowd because he's short. So he goes and finds a sycamore tree and he's going to go climb it to see, to get a glimpse of this man that's been spreading this good news. This good news that's so important that it interrupts his business. Like the man is about making money. Okay? And he stops everything to go climb a tree to see him. That's how much the good news has impacted this man. And so Jesus shows up and sees the passion and the just the overwhelming just joy of wanting to see him in this man Zacchaeus. That he tells him, hey, I'm going to get down out of the tree because I'm going to come to your house. And of course, this really takes off the religious leaders, right? It doesn't just tick off the religious leaders. It takes off everybody else that's there to see Jesus who considers themselves. Wait for that to go by. Who consider themselves better than. Right? And Zacchaeus is just overwhelmed. He's like, You're, like, can you imagine? Like, he just wanted to see him. And now the bearer of the good news that he heard that excited his heart so much is now going to come to his house. And while everybody else starts to complain, Zacchaeus is so touched by not only the good news that he's heard, but the um, just the fact that the person who, who is sharing good news actually believes what he says and is actually pouring himself out. We talked about the kenosis, the, the self-emptying love. Jesus just gave everything, just, just poured it out right there in front of Zacchaeus. And it so overwhelms Zacchaeus that he says, I will give half my property to the poor. And if I defraud, def, defrauded anyone of anything, I will give him back four times as much. And, you know, so many times we, we paint this picture of Zacchaeus as being a crook. Um, but really, when you read it, it's like he's saying... If I have, I'll give back. I will give back the things that I took extra of, the things that I cheated people out of. I will take, I will, I'll give it back. And it's so interesting that in this moment that Jesus acknowledges actions. And, and he says, um, salvation has come to, the, to this house 
on this day. And it's always interesting to me that Jesus wants nothing to do. He completely despises sin consciousness. He does not even recognize the actions and the stupidity that we sometimes do out of a broken heart out of not knowing who we really are. He doesn't even acknowledge that. But what he does acknowledge is these places, these moments, when folks actually realize who they are. See, Zacchaeus was realizing who he really was. He was realizing that, yes, he's rich, but that richness means so much more when he gives. Jesus wasn't condemning him because he was rich. That's not what he that's not what this was all about. Jesus was trying to show was 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 showing Zacchaeus through the good news and through this kenosis this self-emptying love that that is actually how you're supposed to live your life to give of yourself. And so he's saying so so Zacchaeus recognizes that and sees all this stuff that he has and goes, "You know, this isn't really where happiness is." And, and I'm in this position to where now I should be giving out to help other people. And so that's what he does. And Jesus goes on to say that uh, he calls Zacchaeus uh, a son of Abraham and that the child of humanity or Jesus has come to search for those who are lost, who don't know who they are, who've forgotten that they're created in the image of God, forgotten that they are love because they're created in the image of love and that they're to give just selfishly out of themselves and that's where true uh, humanity is that's where true understanding is and and so Zacchaeus recognizes it and Jesus celebrates it it's so good he he doesn't give him an attaboy you 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 quit sinning he doesn't say see look at this sinner he's 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 finally caught it he's not going to do those stupid things anymore. No, he's recognizing that Zacchaeus found his true identity. Jesus did the same thing with the woman that that, that uh, was brought to him, uh, saying that she was caught in adultery. Right? He looked at the other folks and treated them like they were treating her, and said, "Any of you that have not done what this woman's done, or any one of you have not done something of the like, then you go ahead and cast the first stone." Trying to show them that everybody's actions from a broken heart is horrible. And so they all dropped their stones because they didn't because they all realized that they didn't know who they were, that they were doing things out of a false identity. And so they walked away. And then he looked at the woman and said, Hey, go and be who you are meant to be. Go and be the real you. Go and not miss the mark anymore. Or, or go and not be this false identity, but be the real you. And it that's what Jesus celebrates. Jesus celebrates the renewal of identity in humanity. Ah, it's so good. It's so good. I love this story, and and uh, maybe um, maybe in this story you kind of see yourself you kind of see yourself on the outside and you kind of feel like you don't know who you are but you start you've, you've heard these moments you've heard these glimpses of hope you've heard these conversations about your real identity who you really are that you were actually created 
from love and you are love. <laughs> that might be a hard pill to swallow. Maybe, maybe you, you just need to realize that today. You are love because you're created in the image of love. That's who you really are. You're not despair. You're not loveless. But you are love. You are hope. You are joy. Because that's who you were created to be. Be awakened to that today. See Christ today. And know that's who you are. He's the mirror. He's the reflection showing you the real you. Right? Our old identity, the old man, has passed away. And you've been given new Christ clothes. Or you've been being showed this is who you are. So put it on. Put on love today. Put on hope today. Put on the real you today. Have a Zacchaeus up in a cloud moment. Or up in a cloud. Up in a tree moment. Uh, and hear Jesus say, come out of there. Come on. We're hanging out today. We're hanging out today. Sorry. <laughs> we have some... Uh, we've got some hillbillying going on around here. Um, but be the real you. Have that Zacchaeus moment. Come down out of the tree and meet with Jesus. Be awakened to who you really are. See the real you. All that is available today. You are love. You are hope. You are joy. You are peace. You are those things. You are those things. So, uh, thank you guys for tuning in today. Thank you guys for listening. Really appreciate you hanging out with us today. Um, if you need anything, anything at all, please let us know. Message us, uh, text me, whatever you need. If there's something going on, let us know. We'll pray for it. Uh, we will, uh, if there's any help that we can offer, we'll do it. We'll connect you. Please do not feel shy or ashamed to ask for help. Um, and if we can't, if we personally can't do it, then we will help you find somebody who can uh, help us in this moment, in this time. Uh, I hope you, uh, in these uh, conversations over the last few months, I hope, I hope it's helped. I hope you've grown. Uh, I hope you find, I hope you found yourself more. And uh, we're excited about, man, we're so excited about what the future holds. We talked last week about how uh, this second half of the year is all about no limits. There's no limits to what we can do as Hope Community. There's no limits on you for what you can do in this moment. Even in this strange time, there's no limits on what you can do. There's no limits on what your family can do. And no limits doesn't mean that we ignore pain that we ignore the things that's going on around us. No limits means that we step in and we bring healing and hope. We bring love. There's no limits on the amount of hope and love that we can bring into all these situations. There's no amount of peace that we can bring into these situations, into our neighborhoods, and that's where we should start. So many times we look at everything that's happening all around us and we just, it can seem so overwhelming and what I want you to do is just focus on your neighborhood because there's Zacchaeus's in your neighborhood that needs to hear good news 
They need to see it. And then when you offer it, because of that kenosis that you're sharing, that self-emptying love, it becomes reality to them. And they say things like, like Zacchaeus say, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm just going to give out of myself because I found who I really am. See, that's what this is about. And so if we could start in our neighborhoods, just in our neighborhoods, can you imagine the impact that we can have? Hope communities all over the place. And that's what I'm talking about with no limits. There's no limits to what Hope Community can do because we're not locked in to, to one central place, man. We're everywhere now. Linz and I are here in Parkersburg. You know, you know uh, Chandler's getting ready to go to Ohio State. Um, you know, you guys are out there, and, and we got Beverly and McConnellsville and Lowell and, and Belpre and, and all parts in between. Hope communities happening everywhere. There's no limits to what hope can do. And you're a part of that. You're a part of it. I know it can be discouraging because it feels like we're all so far apart. But man, I want you to know, like right now, we're connected in this moment. Right now, we are connected in this moment. Community is happening right now. Open your heart to it. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of this, this new wineskin that's right here. Don't be afraid of it. There's no, there's no use in being afraid of it. Because if we continue in old knowledge and old wineskins, eventually it's going to burst. And we're in a season now of, 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 yes, truth doesn't change, but new opportunities and new, new avenues and new, and new places for that truth to come forward in different ways. And this is just one of them. This is, this is one of them. All right? So thank you guys so much for hanging out with us in my third closing. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. We love you so much, truly. We love you. And please, once again, if you need to get a hold of us, get a hold of us. Message us. Call us. Text us. We're always open and free. Um, check out the website. We are hopecommunity.com. And, uh, yeah, hang out with us online. And have a great time. See you guys Tuesday night at 7 o'clock. It's going to be awesome. Thank you. Hey, thank you for tuning in. Uh, if you wouldn't mind check out our webpage. It's wearehopecommunity.com. Peruse some of the things that we got going on there. There's a blog, some more media. Um, there's a place to give if you would like to. Um, you can check out some other services that we have got. Um, but more importantly, we'd love to hear from you. And there's a place where you can just write a question, shoot us an email, whatever. We'd love to hear from you. You can also check out our Facebook page and our Instagram. Uh, you can connect to us, connect with us through those as well. But thank you so much for tuning in today. And remember that you are valuable beyond measure.